Hello and welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Laura. And I'm Karina. And we're twin sisters who love to share our obsession with all things beauty. On this week's episode, we want to welcome you to the spooky season. And with that being spooky, we're going to get a little bit shady. Oh. And this is going to be an episode devoted to our unpopular opinions about the beauty world. Um, We're going to talk about (laughs) product opinions uh, um, and why we don't like powder. Um, We're going to talk about the beauty community, um, Mm -hmm. people using a little too much uh, Facetune when they post their selfies. Beauty drama. Um, Just just things in general for beauty. Um, I mean, I know some of these aren't necessarily unpopular. Some of them may be controversial, but we may share some of these opinions with you guys. So if Mm -hmm. you do share these opinions, uh, we're going to make a little post about it kind of uh, highlighting these prime examples of certain opinions that we hold. Um, and then you guys can comment there in our Instagram. So let's I, get ready to throw a little shade. And I want to say this is going to be a non-offensive, like non-defensive zone. So people might get offended by your opinions, but this is not the episode to feel sensitive. Yeah. And guys, it's just make, but at the end of the day, it it's washes just off. Yeah, exactly. It just washes off. Again, we don't think there are any rules to makeup, but I do hold some opinions on things that, I mean, I hold my own opinions. Yeah. I, I'm <laughs> we'll entitled get, to my opinions. Yeah, so, we'll get into it. Yeah, we're going to get into it. Um, So guys, we will be right back. All right, let's get into it. Some first unpopular opinions. I think when I first had an idea for this episode, what first came to mind was simply powders suck. I don't like powders anymore, and being an oily person, that is a pretty shocking revelation to come across. But I'm gonna say it. I don't think powder enhances the face. I'm talking about loose powders, setting powders, um, baking, baking. I mean, I like powder products as far as like eyeshadows and blushes. I do not like putting powders to set or change the look of my foundation on my face. I think the best time a powder looks on the skin is right after you apply it. And then it give it about 20 minutes and it's just, well, what's the point? Yeah, and a lot of oily people use powder heavily because they want to tamp down any sort of shine. Um, but I kind of just think it ages the skin. It yeah. makes you look dry. I mean, powders are inherently a dry product. And mm-hmm. so when I was working at makeup counters, I would be asked a lot, but especially by older women, should I be using a liquid foundation or a powder? My friends all use this powder by Bare Minerals. And I'm like, well, if you think about it, powder is a dry product. Yeah. So you're putting that dry product on dry skin. And for the most part, most people don't have extensive skincare regimens, right? So you're still like dry. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to look like at the end of the day? You're going to look like a shriveled up raisin. <laughs> you want to add moisture and hydrate. I think there's nothing better looking than hydrated skin. No matter if you have acne or oily skin, I think it just looks healthier. That's my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, yeah. When people say, oh, powder foundation, I'm like, what do you even mean? Like, to add, I think yeah. of the loose Like, the original Bare Minerals Mm -hmm. loose powder foundation. Like, I get it that it's, like, minerals, and a lot of people like it because it's, quote-unquote, clean. But... Oh, my God. I mean, especially when you're buffing it into people, like, have skin that, you know, they... Like, okay, so I shave my face. Uh Uh-huh. 
and some people have like extensive peach fuzz. I do. Imagine rubbing just powder and just having like a haze of powder around your face because you have just powder in the peach fuzz. It just looks weird. <laughs> like it's not up against the skin completely. No, it's literally clinging to the peach fuzz on your face. I, and it's I just, can understand that, it yeah. It looks literally like you just dunked your face into a bowl of flour. Like you're a cake donut. It just... Also, powder <laughs> foundation, when I was asked to match powder foundations, they're so difficult to shade match. Yeah, I definitely. And so a lot of the times, powders will look like one shade, and then you put it on the skin. It could sometimes yeah. immediately change because of... Who knows what? And we don't, it, I don't know. Powders are hard to understand for me. And coming out of like years and years of using a powder thinking like it was doing anything for me, <laughs> it's really not anymore. I mean, I get, I mean, I will put just a tiny, tiny light dusting under the eyes just to set my concealer because I'm using the, the Tarte Cruises concealer. It's quite dewy looking. Um, oh, I don't even do that anymore. I like the look of my under eyes, like and, hydrated. Yeah. I mean, every time I do it, especially look around my smile lines, by the end of the day, I'm like, no. but what just happened? Like, it looks like a creasy, crackly mess. And I'm well, just like, I'm so better off just leaving my skin doing hydrated and just letting my foundation like flex with my face. And it's, and people also don't understand this. When your, when your foundation is still wet and you apply powder, the powder eats the liquid, almost like yeah. you're baking a cake. It's hydrating with that moisture. And so that's where you get those creasy kind of cakey, thick areas in the lines because the powder is literally like soaking up the liquid and like clumping there. Yeah. And then... And they're they're always saying like oh then you spray your setting spray to kind of like melt everything back into the skin. Just, just don't like, powder. <laughs> just don't use oh baking baking Ooh. baking is not something that an at the normal everyday person needs to be doing or should be doing. It with is their face. literally a drag One. and stage show makeup trick. Mm -hmm. Like you don't normally need to bake people. It's fine unless you're going to be in like very high definition like photography or on TV. Even then or on stage lights. Like why do you need to bake? No, but baking is fine because it, it locks in the makeup, which is what, like, performers need to have. But yeah. you're not seeing them up close. When no, you see up somebody... Close, it's bad. Yeah, if you've it's seen bad. somebody who has been baking up close, it is a hot mess. Mm -hmm. You can look... You can be 14 years old and do baking and you look like you're 30. Like, yeah, it's an instant no. ager for the face. And it's not meant to be something that you see up close. It's something that locks in the makeup. And if you're on stage, you're performing... And then we can see you from far away. Yeah, I just, it's so unnecessary for normal people. Yep. I just, I don't believe in it. Okay, next up. Let's talk about primer. <laughs> I hate primers. I think things marketed as primers are number one a gimmick, especially mm -hmm. when they're like a hydrating lotion type of product. See, those are the ones that I like. I don't like, I don't like the traditional silicone-based primer. I think it's no. just kind of strange. It doesn't feel right. No. I feel like, oh, it's going to help the makeup last longer, but I'm like, it feels like your makeup will just slide right off of it. Well, and like the most famous one is like that Smashbox photo filter. It is liquids. It's just silicone in a tube and it's so gross. Yeah. I mean, I have a, I got a tube of the Benefit Professional Primer and I use that in my T-zone just to kind of fill the pores. But again, primer like that is not meant for your entire face. Yeah, I use Guys, that in my... so you know. <laughs> in my enlarged pores, like a spackle. Yeah. Just kind of like fill, fill it over, but it's only used there. Yeah, and I mean, if I say like, oh, I'm using a primer, when I say that, I'm usually just... Like, skin prep is primer. 
Right. And you're priming. You're priming the skin for makeup, aka you're putting on your skincare, you're moisturizing so the foundation doesn't just soak up into the skin. It looks like a, it's not a layer on the, it's just like harmonious with the skin. Yeah, I think a lot of people, oh man, my makeup stays on so much better. Honestly, I haven't ever really noticed that. Mm, no. I love my fab, my fab, my first aid beauty, um, coconut skin smoothie priming moisturizer, which I need to get a new tube of because I'm almost out. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a beautiful moisturizer for underneath makeup. It's not necessarily, I mean, I get why it's called a priming moisturizer because it's meant for under makeup. Right. But I don't think it makes it stay on any longer. It definitely gives my skin like a glow. Do you remember when people started putting Nivea Men's Shave Balm on their face as a primer? Oh, because of Nikki Tutorials? Like, yeah. Like, well, why? Well, she was saying because it's quite tacky, it can dry down There's a lot pretty of tacky, so probably. it would... Yeah, there is a ton of glycerin in it. That's why people were using it. Okay, well then... And then I've seen, like, the Milk Makeup, the Hydro Grip or Jelly Grip Ew. Primer. Yeah. It's super, super sticky, that Dermablend one. The Dermablend oh, one is weird. my God. It's like putting rubber cement on your face. Ugh. But why? But why? But why? I just think they're an added step that the industry just like created out of nowhere to make you think like you're not doing enough. Yeah. And I guess it makes sense for the lotion ones to be like, oh, it's like skincare. Well, yeah, it's it a is moisturizer. It is skincare. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like the Too Faced one, the hangover primer. I actually really like the way it like <clears throat> smells and it's like a really light lotion. But mm -hmm. I think when calling it a primer is kind of just like, well, it's, it's reaching. <laughs> people, people don't think of that as primer. People think of the silicone like... Mm very velvety feel of like Ugh. a traditional primer and that is Ew. not a primer it's moisturizer guys yeah it's coconut water mm -hmm. so it's hydration i get it that's why your skin looks good with it on yeah because the skin your skin loves hydration i just right. yeah primers in general may i mean eye primers i totally understand but again to me they're just concealer <laughs> yeah like the anastasia beverly hills it's a great eyeshadow primer but i think it's just like a really pale concealer yeah, I would agree with that. An <laughs> eyelid primer that is clear is kind of not, not, it's missing the point. And again, the Urban Decay eyeshadow primers are silicone based, which I even find kind of strange now that I think about it. Hmm. I mean, maybe it makes sense to have your eyelids like be a little bit more velvety for the, the powder eyeshadow to blend on top. Yeah. But I do like the Anastasia one because it, it gives such a better color payoff to hmm. the shadow, which makes sense. Right. Um, okay. Anyway, guys, primers are a gimmick. They're Next. a gimmick. Just Next. use your skincare. You'll be fine. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Speaking of primers, um, let's talk about pores. You Every, mean, like, everyone has them. Yes, we do. Um, pores are not the enemy, guys. Yeah. It's and, fine to and have also, a face. <laughs> when people say pores, like my skin needs to breathe, your skin does not breathe. Yeah, your pores don't open and close. Pores, it's not a thing. Pores don't open and close. They get bigger over time due to oil production. If you're an oilier person, you tend to have larger pores. And then they don't go back. And but then, con not well, in congestion, like congested pores mm -hmm. look bigger because they have dried, it's like, it's keratin. It's dried skin cells, dead skin cells that, that's what it is. That's what a blackhead is. It's dried skin cells. Yep. Now, if you remove it, it will actually make your pores look smaller. They're not like technically smaller, but also kind of getting rid of dense skin on your like exfoliation, like gentle exfoliation can help your pores look smaller right. because it's removing the buildup of dead skin cells on the, basically the rim of the crater, I should say. Uh, but nothing really, so you are never going to get, you're never going to go back in time with your pores. Yeah. Some people are genetically blessed to look like they have poreless skin. Like when I think of poreless skin, the Pixie Woo girls, 
They have like super shiny, poreless skin, and also because they are like more dry. Yeah. Drier people tend to have smaller looking pores. But in the end of the day, everybody has skin and texture. And so we've been fooled by Instagram and Facetune and using filters that people's skin is like buttery smooth. And, and that's brushed, just not real. It's airbrushed and flawless. I'm like, you can look like that through a camera lens, but right. in, in real life, that's just, it's not. I think people are like, oh, I just I hate my pores. I'm like, this is not Mean Girls. You, you don't have to, like, fret over it. It's fine. Well, and most people are not looking at you like you look at yourself in a mirror. You're yeah, not they're up not, close. They're not, like, two inches away from your face right. unless they're, like, your partner or something. And even then, they're already making out with you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. Embrace your pores, ladies. Stop um, face-tuning the shit out of your face. Honestly, I, I love to see real skin texture. Um, mm-hmm. Katie Jane Hughes is awesome about this. She's always posting you know, very close up, like close up photos of her face. Um, and she says, yeah, like, Hey, guess what? I have pores. It's re- it's normal. It's real. Like <laughs> she wants to see more skin texture. And so do I, I agree. I am here for pores. Yep. Um, and I'm here for just embracing natural skin texture, whether you have acne or whatever, mm-hmm. who cares? Yep. People get acne in their thirties. People get acne in their teens. People don't ever have acne. It is what it is. It's just life. And also, if you see somebody that has acne online, don't make a nasty comment about it. It doesn't mean they're not clean. That's like such a stupid misconception. Or acne does not mean your face is dirty. Or and you just need to wash your face. It's, or offering advice. Uh, advice when nobody has been asking for it. Oh my god, Samantha Robinall gets this <laughs> all the time. Um, and so she is, I wouldn't, she's like a pretty big beauty influencer and mm-hmm. she also has youtube but she also suffers from acne yeah and she always posts about how people are giving her unsolicited advice on how to treat it and she's like guys i, know. I don't i don't need <laughs> it and you know this is just how my face is right now like sometimes i have really good skin sometimes i have really bad days but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you're not washing your face enough again washing your face <clears throat> too much is actually bad for your skin well and understanding that people that have acne they know, know they have acne. They freaking know. And they've guys. tried a lot of things. I remember having really bad acne in my teens. It's like you want to get rid of it. It's not like something that yeah. everybody wants to have on their skin. Yeah, they, they understand they're it. They're like, aware. You don't need to try to fix the problem. Yeah, that's so, so stupid. So don't offer your opinions. Okay, what else have we got up? Let's see. Um, Let's see. What do we want to talk about? We had about? a really long list. This was fun. I mean, we talked about how Facetune is not great. Yeah, filter. I'm just irritated I by just, them. I think it looks so bad when people are brushed within an inch of their life and the the whites of their eyes are like super white and yeah, blinding yeah. <laughs> and their teeth are like too straight and too white. Mm-hmm. It's so unnatural looking. Yeah. I loved, okay, so there's a Reddit subreddit called Instagram Reality. Oh man. Oh boy. Oh, it's bad. It, it's just, I mean, it, it's obviously it's very judgmental. People post photos um, that they find on Instagram of people who overuse the uh, airbrush tool. Oh God! To maybe cinch in their waist a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the waist really and the butt out, thing. Smooth out the face. It's yikes! It's it's bad. It's a lot. I mean, a lot of it is like when I think about it, the really extreme ones that aren't doing it like ironically. It just seems like a really sad case of body dysmorphia. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I would agree, especially when they. Cinch, cinch, cinch in their waist, and then their ass is like humongous. I'm like, but that's not what your body is like naturally. Mm-hmm. That is not a natural body shape. And then yeah. you see them what what they really look like, and you're like, oh, you just look normal. Like <laughs> you have a regular body. Yeah, I feel like the, you know, Instagram has brought out so many popular 
let's say, not plastic surgery trends. Well, maybe it is plastic surgery trends. I mean, Kylie Jenner was obviously the most, she's like the best example of it. Like all of a sudden her lips got huge overnight and people are like, oh my God, she got filler. And then she had the audacity to deny it. Like guys, the jig is fucking up. Well, but then she added stuff onto her hips and butt to make her hips and butt look bigger like her sisters, like Kim Kardashian. And again, guys, Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, their butters, their butts are not real. No. Kim has Definitely fake boobs, not. a fake butt. Courtney has fake boobs. She has not touched her butt as far as I can tell. She looks like Chloe the most natural has, body. Chloe has a big fake butt. <laughs> now Kylie does. I mean, honestly, Kendall, it's like you don't get the Kendall's body type and then look like Kim overnight. Like, come on, Kylie. Well, we get yeah, it. and Kylie, like, Kylie and Kendall, <laughs> Kendall and Kylie are white. They're not Armenian. They don't yeah. have, you know, I don't know, like, different types of bodies because of their ethnicity. They have, like, regular white girl body. And so she <laughs> made it look like this bit, like, this more ethnic, kind of super curvy, but really tight waist kind of look that's kind of everywhere now. And, and the fact it's that, all fake. And the fat added to the hips where they're... the. They don't want the hip dip. Normal hips don't just curve out like that, guys. There's no just, like, smooth curve. Like, your hips get a dip because that's where your hip bone is. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, study study anatomy and you'll know what I mean. (laughs) Like, there's a reason why, you know, guys have, like, that V. Mm -hmm. That muscle is the bulging out. It's like the development of the muscle that runs like onto, along onto your, your hip, hip. yeah yeah so basically if you add a little bit of fat on that you're still gonna get a little bit of a dip your hips don't naturally just like balloon out like that's yeah, not that's, a thing unless you are obese really overweight but then not the rest of your body is so it's this like it's selective just, like adding of fat and taking away of fat in places that just looks so fake to me i mean if i could just <laughs> take away fat i'd just get rid of my back fat and my arms honestly yeah and then I don't need any more in my butt. I already got a big butt. That's fine. I yeah. got big boobs. We're genetically oh, and then, blessed. And just, I just think people, like, denying that they've had stuff done. It's like, guys. It's fine. The thighs don't match. Yeah. <laughs> like Cardi B said. The thighs don't. And Cardi B's butt is fake, too. But you know what? It's fine. <sighs> anyway, we have a lot of opinions on this. <laughs> anyway, let's move on because we, we were, could talk about this all I day. mean, yeah. Next. So, originally, we were talking about Facetune, but, guys, just, like, kind of cool it, maybe? Like... You're giving, if you're not looking at all like what you look like normally, like, mm, that's well, why you're, you're giving people complexes. Like, you're damaging what other people think is normal. Yeah. Okay. Let's um, talk let's about take, something else. Well, how about we take a break and then come back and then we're okay. going to talk about more things. That sounds more, good. More unpopular opinions. Okay, okay. We'll be right back. Okay. We're back. Here is an, uh, I think maybe not even unpopular opinion. This is just almost blatantly obvious at this (laughs) point. Any new celebrity or celebrity endorsed kind of brands in beauty are a hundred percent just for the money. Oh yeah. So when (laughs) I say like celebrity brands, I feel like everything after Fenty Beauty is now like a cash grab. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I totally get that. I mean, especially celebrity endorsed things like Kendall Jenner for that toothpaste company moon is uh, yeah it's just oh she's the face of this it's also charcoal is actually really bad for your teeth like Mm -hmm. please stop using charcoal (laughs) on your teeth it's very abrasive it's like using lava on your teeth 
<laughs> but then again, what would Kendall Jenner know about <laughs> Um, Yeah, and Kendall... Oh, Kendall Jenner for proactive. Oh. Isn't Rodan and Fields like a full-on like MLM scheme? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, again... And they try to make it not look that way. Yeah, exactly. Um, again, Kendall Jenner, do better. Um, so we're going to talk about like the new brands. So Lady Gaga um, just launched House Laboratories. Mm-hmm. And it totally makes sense for her to do a makeup brand but the products are just perplexing honestly i don't like the packaging i don't think there's anything special about it other than the fact that it's lady gaga like if she did this five or six years ago this would have been better and i feel like more authentic but it doesn't seem it almost just seems like her makeup artist is making the brand with lady gaga's face on it right I just, I mean, when you think Lady Gaga, I think, for me, I think, obviously, like, creative, innovative, and, you know, she's known for stepping outside the box, and I feel Mm -hmm. like the products are just so firmly inside the box that I'm just like, but why? Right, and then when you, and you call products multi-purpose, I don't feel like that's enough of a difference, because you can say... A lipstick is multi-purpose, but mm-hmm. do people really use it in a different way other than lipstick if it looks like a lipstick? Barely. No. Like, you can you can say this lip gloss can be used for lips, cheeks, and eyes, but if it looks like a lip gloss, people use it like that. They don't use it in a different way. Yeah, I mean, she came out with lip liners and lip glosses and, like, liquid eyeshadows. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, What? Like, I want to see, like, freaking insane glitters. And yeah, textures. And I like that she kind of collabed with the lady who does uh, face lace? Lace face? The, like, tattoo-looking, like, stamp things. Not yeah, stamps, yeah. but they're, like, vinyl decals that you can put on your face. Yeah, yeah. See, that seems like Lady Gaga. But it's a winged eyeliner tip. That also, that seems No, but she odd. has, like, the actual, like, lace ones, like, that go over, like, around the eye area. Oh. Um, hmm. So... I just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, her brand in general, like, what is the innovation behind it? Right. It just seems just, just basic, like a gel lip liner. Yeah. Again, ColourPop's done it. But lip glosses, yeah. ColourPop's done it. Um, <laughs> and then you have to order it through Amazon. Yeah. Which I'm is also kind of strange. by the whole thing. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Then, oh, the other one I wanted to talk about is the new skincare and makeup line by... Millie Bobby Brown called Florence (laughs) Florence by by Mills. Mills. Number one, your name sucks. (laughs) It's just dumb sounding. Is her, is Florence her middle name? I don't know. I don't care if it's like her grandmother's name. It just sounds dumb. Florence by Mills. You're calling yourself Mills. You're like 14. Oh, I'm Mills. I'm Mills Bobby Brown. Just kidding. That was my really bad attempt at sounding British. It's just really like pretentious. Anyway, the reason why I think her brand is dumb (laughs) (laughs) is you all have to see this video of her pretending to try on her skincare routine. You know, I still haven't done that yet. Karina. I need to watch it. She is literally (laughs) pretending to put cleanser, toner... A scrub, moisturizer, and her hands and face are both 
dry. And she vigorously rubs her hands together and then just massages her dry face as if we can't tell there's nothing there. That's really weird. It is the strangest thing. I'm like, what? That's like that video of Shay Mitchell trying to use a... Oh my god. Was it the nose strip? I don't... Or she like takes it off and it's like, ding, all done. It's like, no girl, you gotta like yank on that stuff. What are you doing? But like, you're paid by that. Oh no, it was like a toner. She put toner on like a pad and like kind of wiped her face. No, she just like like, hovered it around her face. Yeah, she like, yeah, she like mimicked hovering it over her face and like called it like like, applying toner. Millie, you're getting paid by your brand to put something out there. Frickin' take the time to actually show what you're doing. Like, I I don't endorse Kylie's skin, but at least I saw that she was using a foaming cleanser on her face. Like, it was really pathetic. And her mom did it, too. Kris Jenner used the cleanser. Shit. Why can't Millie Bobby Brown? It was, it it just felt very, uh, just phony. The whole thing felt phony. And then everything is very much targeted towards her age group, which I understand. Like, she's a younger woman. She's, what, 16? Something like that. If that. Yeah. Um, so everything is very basic, but at the same time, it, it, is being on one TV show, like, good enough to give you a whole cosmetics brand? I don't think so. And again, the cosmetics industry is literally booming right now, mm-hmm. so I, I think that it's like, oh, like, I mean, everybody needs a brand now. It's no. It's just... I don't think so. Here's... Because they know it'll sell, that's the thing, but it's just yeah. such basic products that already exist in better formulations. Like, Did I talk on. about this on the pod where I talk about Tracy Ellis Ross's new brand? Mm-hmm. Okay, so those are the kinds of... This is what we need. If you want to start a brand... Innovation. Innovation, fill a gap in the market and find a solution to a problem. Like Tracy Ellis Ross with... Pattern uh, beauty. Pattern beauty hair care products for women with kinky and textured hair. Fill the void. Mm-hmm. Like, she makes the conditioners twice as large as a normal conditioner because women who have textured hair use more conditioner. Mm-hmm. Um, who else am I thinking? Kathleen Lights. A nail polish. It's yeah. beauty adjacent. It's in the beauty realm, but it's yeah. not color makeup or mm-hmm. skincare. But And her nail polishes are 100% the best I've ever tried. And she's going to be coming out with her line soon because I have already seen, like, on her website doing, like, photo shoots and stuff. Ooh. So it's coming out soon. I can't wait. But, like, do something different that we haven't seen. Yeah, even, like, a body care stuff. And when I, like, Lily Galici, Lily Lashes, like, that was innovative and smart. Like, she got she made, a market share yeah. on fake lashes because she didn't go into all this other stuff that everybody else owns. Yeah. Like, find your niche product and really be behind it don't just like be a face of something especially when you've got other things going on lady gaga you're busy (laughs) why are you doing this like i don't get it honestly i'd be more comfortable with her doing house of gaga clothing line like fenty is doing wouldn't that make more sense like a luxury brand yeah like full-on like couture stuff Mm -hmm. but again i don't yeah i just basic lip liners and eyeliners and yeah I'm, i'm underwhelmed like, guys, lip gloss has been done a million times over. We don't need another lip gloss. No. What? Yeah, what's... Granted, you, I want another lip gloss. But what's your but formula going to do that something I can buy at the drugstore won't do? Exactly. You know, it's the same thing. All right. <sighs> anyway. Okay, so let's <laughs> talk about... Let's talk about brands. Let's uh, talk about how brands need to just do better. Hand clap emoji. Do better. Um, and we're talking about the... We're talking about a complexion. Mm. So shade range, shade range, abysmal shade ranges do not fly anymore in, in 2019. Guys, guys, Fenty Beauty 
did it. I mean, I know Makeup Forever has had many shades of foundation for a long time, but Fenty was like the first like original like in the original launch right was to 40. have 40 shades and now she has 50 mm-hmm. i mean come on like you need <clears throat> you need to do better it's not yeah. hard well and the thing is like you need at least you know 40 shades but you don't need a hundred yeah that pure cosmetics foundation line like that just makes it almost too difficult to figure out your shade and I think like, I get they have a hundred shades across the board, but Jesus. But I almost think saying we have a hundred is making light of the situation and it not taking it, so, it seriously. It's They're a like, little difficult. Well, we'll one up you and do a hundred. It's like, but that's also not helpful for a consumer. Yeah. Like you're, and especially, are you going to have a hundred on display on a gondola in the store? Do you have that much real estate? Yeah. I have never seen a pure cosmetics full line at no. like an Ulta. I've seen maybe 10 shades available mm-hmm. and nothing else from their brand because they're not popular. So why, <laughs> why are you doing this? It's I so don't know. Dumb. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's too long. I think it's like maybe overcompensating. Yes. Yeah. It's totally overcompensating, but also like the brands that come out with 50 shades and all the, like 40 of them are in the fair light medium Right, and the last so, like, five are remember, dark. Remember when Beauty Blender came out with their foundation? Mm-hmm. All that controversy about oh, there's so many light and medium shades, and like oh, five dark shades, maybe. Yeah, that, and that they're like orange. Yep, like come on. Mm-hmm. Also, hire people of color. Yes, hire, hire people, people of color so they can fucking help you. If you don't know how to do a darker foundation, maybe ask somebody who's had to use a darker foundation. Right. And I think of, like, Anastasia, and she hires the artist. I don't know what her name is in real life, but it's King Molly Magic. And she is a black woman who does makeup primarily on black models and black Mm. women. And they hired her to help develop their foundation line so they could get the shades right. And it's like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, it's just white people making foundations that they think will work for darker people, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, and Jackie Anna helped Too Faced with their Born This Way foundation shade extensions. Mm-hmm. Alyssa Ashley helped NYX with their Can't Stop a Won't Stop foundation. Yeah, like, she was the face of that launch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, guys, just honestly, like companies need to just hire people that they're going to be catering to if that makes sense i'm not saying like that to be like oh but like overlook the all the white people no i'm not saying that i'm just companies just we have to have a diverse workforce in general well and they need to talk to the people that they're trying to sell products to otherwise you're really just leaving a big market share out of the conversation and out of participation in your brand aka money women of color Mm -hmm. and like latinos like people of color as well, Asians, they all want to buy makeup. I think the assumption yeah. was that, like, oh, we'll never get their money. No, 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 no. You just haven't given they them the option to. Exactly. They, you haven't made anything that they can buy. That's right. the thing. There was um, a new... Tra- you remember when... What's her name? Ugh, she played the lady on Scandal. Kelly. What's her name? Kelly. Uh, I have no idea. Actress. I didn't watch Scandal. On Scandal? So I don't know. Oh my god. Sorry. What's her name? <laughs> I don't know. She plays Olivia on Scandal. People, you guys know her. Oh, Carrie Washington? Carrie Washington. <laughs> god, I, don't, I forgot what her name was. So she was like the face of Neutrogena for a while, and she was marketing their foundations, and they didn't even have a shade that matched her. <laughs> Carrie Washington. What? She is black, 
she is more of a lighter skinned black woman and they didn't even have a shade that matched her. So they had to develop it because the person they're paying to be the face of their brand couldn't even wear their brand. That like, is, how sad is that? That's just pathetic, honestly. So 100% brands need to do better and they need to start talking to people of color and include them in their conversations and their product development. Otherwise, Hire them. Hire them. Otherwise, you're really just overlooking this huge portion of the population that is ready to throw your, their money at you, but you just won't let that happen for them. So... Yeah. If you guys want to make more money, you have to be inclusive in like every facet of your brand and business and product line. Yeah. And I I totally understand like as a person of, and you know, me and Laura are actually mixed race, but we, we obviously look very white. I have the privilege of being able to go to the drugstore and being like, I already know I'm the lightest shade. Boom. Here we go. Got it. Yeah, it's Somebody easy. way darker than me, uh, they can't, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> they people, can't do it. Yeah, and people with golden undertones, it's a lot. It's, it's really difficult, difficult to find. Yeah. Working at Bobby Brown was nice because we definitely had shades for everybody, especially people that had a golden undertone. Mm-hmm. So people from, uh, like, Southeast, South Asia, or like, Southeast Asia, um, darker Asians with a golden undertone that were really hard to match in other lines could usually find their shade at Bobby, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go very deep dark. I think it was like espresso mm-hmm. or something like yeah, that. For yeah, for sure. Um, excuse me. The new Urban Decay Stay Naked Foundation, there's 50 shades. And there's a, like half of that goes into like the dark, deep, and deep dark section. Right. I love that it's equally spaced out. Not like, oh, you get the last five. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. Like, they get, <laughs> no, they get the second half of that range, mm-hmm. which is very nice. Which is equal. That's good. Yeah. So, guys... Clap, clap, emoji, do better. Also, I mean, we don't have to talk about this for a long time, but I think color cosmetics, your eyeshadows also need to be more inclusive. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Carly Bible, Anastasia (laughs) palette. You're too frosty. You're literally the Jackie Ina palette made for a white girl, and I'm really not into it. Yeah, and I kind of (laughs) love that Jackie said that she made that palette for people of color because Mm -hmm. they are so pigmented. Girl, yes, here for it. Yep. And also, Anastasia, eye primers do not need to be completely white. Just saying. Just, yeah. Just all right. Saying. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about drama and cancel culture. Okay. Could you talk about, like, a particular example? <laughs> well, I mean, there's so what is many. What is cancel cult- culture? Cancel culture. Okay. So I'm going to talk about, like, this in, like, the beauty community. I'm not talking about, like, in general because... Cancel culture is abound everywhere. Like, for me, Donald Trump has been canceled year, years ago. We all knew he was canceled. For some reason, the government hasn't seen that yet. But He's canceling know, himself. He's on his way. Speaking. He's on his way. <laughs> um, cancel culture. So let's say, oh, I don't know. There was a, there was a little um, YouTuber called Jeffree Star, and he had made very racist tweets. Ooh. I believe it was tweets. Um, against a an Afri- African-American beauty influencer. Oh. Um, basically said that, oh, you should probably throw bleach on her. What? Bleach her skin, something like that. <gasps> oh, yeah, this is, yeah. Guess who's thriving still? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Star. I don't buy anything from so him. So cancel culture, a lot of... A lot of people like to say, oh, he, oh, he's canceled. She's canceled. Like, like, <laughs> like, let's boycott him. Never, never buying anything from them again. Never watching a video. Unfollowing. Yeah. Unfollowing. Yeah. Basically saying somebody's canceled means like, oh, they're just, they're done. Like their reputation is over. That's ruined. Oh, I can think of another one that was major. 
James Charles. James Charles. Oh, I hate this guy. I mean, I don't hate him. I don't even watch his stuff. He's just annoying. So effing annoying. I don't understand the appeal at all. <laughs> but basically, he's an egomaniac who likes to sexually um, prey on straight boys. Apparently. Yeah, like it's his thing. It's like, like it's his going thing. It's like, oh my boys. god, I'm gonna turn them gay. Like that's not a thing. Also, you should know that because you're gay, um, you cannot turn somebody gay. Please no. stop. Um, and going after people that really don't want your attentions—it's called sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to me, he's canceled. But I just—I never liked him anyway. Honestly. Never, yeah, I never watched him, but when that Tati video came out called Bye Sister, oh everybody was sitting on their couches eating popcorn and like, what is happening oh right now? Oh my god. It was a whole thing. And I love how everybody's like, the beauty community is in shambles. It's like, it's literally three people involved in this. Like, calm down. Well, I, I, it's hard because influencers themselves don't necessarily, I mean, not everybody has like an agent or a manager or people that are like, watching out they're kind of just like doing it on their own and so anything they say or do is either like online anything they tweet out there really isn't like a publicist for youtube influencers i mean maybe there are they have them now they do now probably but like people with money do you know you can easily send out a tweet and then offend like a ton of people and like I don't know. There's so, not a lot of like. There's not a lot of filtering when. Uh, also, I think it comes to them. I think it's really funny that people can hate people so much that they will try to go through their Twitter account for like the last decade and try to find something that would be offensive now, even though <laughs> in that day and time it probably wasn't. Yeah, this is why I don't moment. have Twitter, and I've stopped using Facebook. And I know I've never posted anything bad about like working because you never know what's gonna happen. Like I don't want anything out there that is gonna feel like. It could come back to haunt me. Yeah, people are just weird about laying it all out there. Mm-hmm. And to me, I don't. Like, I will mostly post positive things. I don't go, oh my god, I hate work. My work sucks. Like, because I know my coworkers and uh, my bosses can see this. Like, And I also typically... Uh, also, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I typically don't befriend people I work with on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I don't either. I'm not... Pri- my page isn't private, but I just don't care. And I don't really want a lot of people I work with seeing my private life because I am more of like a private person. Yeah. And I just, okay. So I think what we're trying to say is that cancel culture and like beauty YouTuber influencer drama. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of do love kind of knowing about drama, but <laughs> I'm not one of those per- people that like watches drama channels. I think that is a waste of fucking Isn't time. Isn't that weird? It's really weird. Like there are people that, people that care so much. They make their own YouTube channels and they talk about what the drama is in the beauty community, which I think is fueling the fire of this, like, I don't know, it's negati- just, negativity. It's very negative. Yeah. The whole thing is very negative. And, like, I totally, like, will, I read a celeb blog, but, like, I don't ever post anything about celebrities. I, of course, I follow, like, a bunch of celebs on Instagram and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I have personally held opinions about them, but I don't, I don't comment like, yeah. ever. And I think people that do, like, really negative things, like, they'll say really negative things. I'm just like, God, why do you care so much? And also, why do you think you need to be heard on such just stupid shit anyway? I saw, I was just looking it's at Instagram so today. It's egotistical to me. It's such a narcissistic move. There's a YouTuber, her name is Lily Pebbles, and she just had a baby over the summer. And she just posted a picture of her in her kitchen. And somebody commented, like, 
Why have such a large kitchen when you use HelloFresh and you and your husband work five days a week? And everybody, Are you joking? And everybody was like, what are, are you, you even talking about? Because the people dumbest are... comments. I mean, yeah, comments are just... I mean, obviously go to any YouTube video oh and look at the comment section. It's a fucking cesspool. I don't understand why people... Stop commenting. I, like, they just care so much. Or I love when people just write unfollowing. Like, okay, bye. bye. <laughs> don't let the, hor- the door hit you in the vagina. On the way. Yeah, it was just really weird that, like, why... why? So people that don't cook hundred all of the time in their kitchen should have small kitchens like it does a does not equal b man like what are you even saying oh my god yeah mommy shaming so stupid yeah people that have children i feel bad everybody has an opinion about you having a children you know what a, chi- a children a, ch- a child, a child <laughs> whatever keep it to yourself people seriously everybody people goes i think through people- having kids like Nobody knows how to do it perfectly. Yeah. Everybody's figuring it out. And if you have an opinion, don't fucking say it. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear your advice. Yeah, exactly. Nobody cares. It's like, why do you think anyone would care about what you have to say about Chrissy Teigen's daughter? Nobody cares. She definitely doesn't care. She's rolling in her millions. It's fine. Yeah. I just think it's so weird. It is Honestly, it's like, that's why I think I'm such a, like, I feel like I come across as very cold or aloof. It's because I just don't feel the need to <laughs> voice <laughs> voice opinions that would hurt people. I'm, yeah, because yeah. I'm a polite person. I don't love confrontation. I hate when people are like, oh my God, I'm just so blunt. I was like, so you're an asshole. Yeah, don't be Honestly, a, don't like, be an if asshole. I don't, if I don't have anything nice to say, I normally just don't, just say, don't say anything. And then you vent to your friends later over wine. Exactly. Like That's how all. we're doing right now with a couple of pumpkin ales. All right. All moving right. on. <laughs> Should we take a, a, a little short break? Let's take another break because okay. I need to, I need a vent. Guys. All right. <laughs> We've got opinions. Be right back. Welcome back again. Let's talk about products that we just don't like. <laughs> Besides powder, I really do not like unnatural lip colors, especially liquid lipsticks, like greens and blues and blacks and like pure whites and stuff like that, like purple, like just like not a, you know, like a mauve, like a purple, purple. I just don't think they look good on people. I'm just going to say it. And a lot of people, oh my God, it's so creative. I don't know. (laughs) I just don't think it does anything for anybody, really. And I... I, I totally get why Jeffree Star, like, released colors like that. But he's like, oh, she can use them in your eyes. I'm like, okay, so it's a liquid eyeliner. So then make a liquid eyeliner. <laughs> like, like, I don't get what? it. <laughs> People want to use a thing that they know has a specific purpose. They they are un, they are confused when, it, when you say it can be multi-purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Unnatural lip colors. I also think most fake nails look really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like those stiletto sharp pointy ones. I get why people think they're cute because I, it looks super like uber bougie. But to me, it's just like, how do you do anything? I can't. I'm such a practical person that I'm like, I wouldn't be able to do anything. With yeah. I don't like, like them. Especially like the really overly bejeweled ones <laughs> with yeah. a lot of like jewels and stuff like cr- crusted on. I just think. They look. I asked them what. Tacky. In my mind, I'm like, well, what do you do for work? Because <laughs> like, what? Do you, what can you do with those nails? I really, just and imagine like having to go get a fill or whatever that is, like every <laughs> couple of weeks. I don't even know what that means. But I mean, I love doing my own nails, but mm-hmm. I have very short, stubby nails. Like they barely grow, but and that works for me, which is fine. But there's something nice and sophisticated and simple about a short, polished nail. Exactly. 
Not of any color. I don't mind unnatural colors on the nails. Oh, I love, like, crazy, like, deep... Oh, I love, especially this this time of the year. It's, like, I have so many, like, vampy, like, purples mm-hmm. and, like, deep greens and navy blues and, like, yeah. all the glitter. Yeah, but, like, yeah. encrusted stiletto nails that you can't even, like, zip up your pants with. Like, I'm sorry. No. How do people take out their contacts? Ew. I don't know. And, like, ooh, just seeing people with really long nails, like, dip into face creams. <laughs> It's just, it seems Ugh. so bad. Yeah, it seems really dirty. Like, yeah. Like, you're the gonna... dirt crust. And you have, Ugh. like, that much, like, underneath of the nail, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, there's mm. just so much room in there for crap, Ugh. basically. <laughs> just gross. Yeah, it's gross. Um, Let's talk about, I mean, beauty blenders, like, the brand. So they were, like, the pioneers of, like, the beauty sponge. I mean, not really because we've always had, like, latex sponge triangles. Yeah, they were the first one to make <gasps> an actual... I don't like a Product. beauty blender. To me, they're almost too... They're too no matter stiff. how damp you get them, they're almost too firm for me. Mm-hmm. I like a little bit of a softer sponge. So I honestly, the Real Technique sponge is like my favorite. It's the best. It is the best. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, yeah, I, beauty blenders, and like they can come in all these fun colors. I get it. But who but cares? But you're going to throw them away within three months because guys, you should be throwing them yeah, away. But, like, that's the thing that makes them cool is that they come out with a different color. They're just going to get coated in your foundation. Why does it matter? And they're $20. Yeah, $20 versus, like, $7.99. It's a racket. For a Real Techniques one. How much do you think that make, that takes their company to produce that product? Yeah, I don't know. 20 cents? I kind of want to <laughs> see what that, like, it's called the Junoco sponges. It's almost what? like a micro... Oh, what is the word I'm looking for? It's like, almost like, like a kind of a velvet texture no. on it. But I wonder <laughs> if that would be good. For for liquid? Yeah. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe it's better for powder. But why are you putting on powder with a sponge? Real Techniques came out with one like that. Hmm. It's like a velvet kind of texture. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Not for Yeah, me. I'm sorry, but Beauty Blenders, meh. $20. I mean, I could buy like a four-pack of... Save your money. Over techniques, honestly. <laughs> it's just outrageously priced. Yeah. Overhyped. Overpriced. Next. Um, let's talk about gimmicky packaging. Oh, I hate gimmicky packaging. And especially this time of the year where all the holiday sets are coming out and I'm looking at you, Too Faced. Yeah. The, the brands that I don't buy from because of their packaging is Too Faced, Benefit, Physicians Formula. Oof. Anything that has a limited edition packaging, I don't really like. Unless it's, like, a more timeless look to it. That's what I'm all about. I want something that I can, like, really want to look at on a vanity or, like, Mm -hmm. our table for getting ready. Yeah. I don't need gimmicky packaging. Like, I don't need, guys, I don't need an eyeshadow palette in the shape of a snowman. Yeah, that's the thing. Get out of here with that. And that's the thing I don't like about Christmas packaging why do I want a palette that looks like gingerbread man in April? I like, it's just weird. It. I and would it, never reach for it. And it feels uh, almost like it's it's being marketed towards, like, tweens. Exactly. And they're very, like, Too Faced is not cheap, guys. No, it's, it's not. It's prestige cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Like, it's higher end. But, again, it <sighs> looks cheap. Yeah, I like a company that puts thought into their packaging or and makes a good, like, cohesive story, mm-hmm. even if their packaging differs in some way. I just like a clean, minimal aesthetic Branding. for the most part. Branding. Right. Like, Fenty is pretty even oh, across she has, the board. Yeah, she has good packaging. I like her packaging. I like it when it has, like, a good, like, heft to it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it feels pack- expensive. Because, yeah, Lux packaging is normally a little bit weightier. Mm-hmm. Like the new Victoria Beckham Beauty eyeshadow palettes. All Ooh, her, her, all, her whole brand oof. is really pretty. Oh, her packaging is like really bright, like gold metal embellishments with like a beautiful tortoiseshell, like, mm-hmm. uh, like acetate packaging. It's really pretty. Oof. Like that is like so my sh- stuff. And like, she said that. that there's no plastic in her packaging. What she's trying made out of? I don't know. <laughs> oh, weird. Okay. Um, I mean, I get ColourPop, like they kind of change up their packaging with almost every collection that comes out mm-hmm. they come out with but at least it's not uber like but it doesn't i don't mind that looking. right like i get that they're also very inexpensive and the things that i don't buy from ColourPop are like their disney collection or yeah. something with a lot of like logos and characters like i'm not really into that and their regular lineup is is normal and white and bright and clean but if it's something like disney i just am not into that yeah um another brand that I don't love the packaging yeah you're seeing benefit I just Ugh. it's so inconsistent I, I hate when they do different packaging for literally every product that they own it's just so strange like I get that all the brow product products are silver packaging but, but why are know, what is with the shapes and the textures of them I don't it get it excessive what is it is it supposed to look like tools like what are they supposed to be I have absolutely no idea that's the thing. Yeah, they have a weird, like, shape to their products. And the professional is supposed to be, oh, she's a spy. I'm like, what? What does that even mean? I know. Everything is just so over-the-top gimmicky. I'm like, ugh. It's, it's like, Yeah, not it's a little cute. too kitschy for me, for mm-hmm. my particular tastes. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else? Hmm. I don't. Well, like, I've, I've always mentioned Physician Formula and their lack of consistency. <sighs> it just confuses the hell out of me. And it's tacky. Yeah, it looks like makeup from the early 2000s that's trying to be relevant again. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I I know Morphe has very simple packaging, but I don't like it because... It's cheap plastic. It looks cheap. Yeah, the black plastic, it's very lightweight, so that feels really cheap to me. Ugh. It honestly gave me ColourPop over anything every day. Like, mm-hmm. that's fine. I will take it. Um, and some brands have packaging that just looks like old lady. Like Estee Lauder's products are very old lady looking. I do like their, comp- like the Bronze Goddess compacts. Those are really pretty. Yeah. But it's like very seldom they're that they okay. come out with stuff like that. Um, what other brands? I don't know. Oh, the old school Clinique packaging. They've actually changed their packaging recently. It used to be those green plastic marbled compacts. Mm. Um and the pat like the boxes had those that little like faint floral pattern on them like very old lady. Oh. But they've changed everything now, so it's very sleek and more silver with like clear looks more components. Clinical. Yeah, looks yeah. looks more clinical, but in a fresh modern way, not like an old dumpy like <laughs> old lady way. Frumpy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry, but Too Faced just like guys, we get it that it's a gingerbread spiced liquid lip. But does it need to have gingerbread men all over it? Not really. <sighs> yeah, like Christmas sets are cute, but I'm not going to reach for it any other time of the year, honestly. That's the thing. Yeah. It just feels like, oh, here's the rest of our stock. Let's put it in fun packaging and sell it off before the year ends. Let's call it a day. <laughs> I don't know. Um, speaking of really bad packaging, guys. Okay, so Nikita Dragon. Oh, my God. Has can't with her this. own brand called Dragon Beauty. And the excess of packaging in this stuff, guys, is outrageous. And she only has maybe, what, three, four products on the market now? Mm-hmm. Now she's getting a freaking pop-up store in, like, Beverly Hills. 
And it's just nothing but like those stupid Fabergé eggs that she has. Why would you put your products in an egg? It's I'm so sorry, bad. but the packaging is so stupid. It's and the really new product bad. she has is a face palette, which what? Like how many face powders do we need for contour? Like I don't understand. Um, and the powders it actually doesn't look good. It's 6 powders for $45. Ugh, I had it's a so huge bad. When this came out and I saw it on Trend Mood. I said that ain't it. This. Yeah, it's such a waste you of packaging. You can't call a face palette a face palette for everybody when you have a gold highlight, a lavender highlight, a peach blush, and two shades of bronzer. I'm sorry, that's not a thing. And $45 <sighs> is insanity. And the packaging is just gaudy. It the is, packaging it's just, is it's like, gaudy. it's a silicone mask over an image of a face, and it just looks so bad. Like, I get it. Yeah. Oh, she's, like, making light of the fact that she has, like, even plastic surgery. She is a trans woman. But it's just weird. But I don't... the product is not exciting. It's not... It looks like something that comes out... This looks like a Tarte face palette for... that comes out just, like, in the middle of the year for no apparent reason. It's bad. It looks like it's been... It's, you could find it at Claire's. Yeah, honestly, it looks really cheap. It just yeah, looks cheap, and then she's charging $45 no, for it. Oh, I can't. Like, spend your money on the product, guys, not the packaging. Mm, that really. looks, like, horrible. Yes. Anyway... Nothing against her. It's just the packaging is just not, it's not it. Yeah. And then in the, the larger picture, influencer brands are just not super exciting to me. No. Honestly, I'm here for the reviews of things, not for you to bring out your own makeup. Because for some reason, you'd think they'd release things that people are actually interested in. Right. And yet. <laughs> and yet. And yet. That's not a thing that they do. No. I mean, I feel like influencers are like, oh, they have their finger on the pulse of beauty, and then they've released something that I'm like, really? Yeah, like, that's, that's what you wanted your product to be? Okay, whatever. Well, and they also don't have the backing of, like, big corporate brands, and so I get that, but a lot of the times it just feels kind of eh. And but, the whole Jaclyn Hill situation oh, with her lipsticks <laughs> being, like, all over the place is just not, it was not a good look, guys. Uh, yeah. Not, if you, honestly, if you can't do it right, don't do it at all. Well, and then don't, like, not take the fault for things that are right. clearly your fault. Just, like, you know, again, Jacqueline Hill. Right. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people were really weirded out when Tati came out with her brand, Halo Beauty. Mm -hmm. But to me, it does make sense because hers is not actual makeup. It's Yes, it's supplements, but people are like, oh, my God, has this been FDA approved? I'm like, well, it has to be if it's going to be released. Something you're ingesting. Exactly. Well, People are so up in arms. Guys, if you don't want to take them, don't take them. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I get it. Like, she did, like, a hair, skin, and nails, like, booster supplement. That's fine. Yeah. I take one of those, not exactly. hers. But I, I take some. I take supplements as well, but... I think just because it had her name on it, people were, like, weirded out. Like, why is this your product? How come you didn't come out with makeup? And she's like, guys, because makeup is everywhere. Yeah, we don't need She's like, makeup. I want to focus on, like, the beauty from within. And, mm. like, if you have better skin, your makeup's going to look better on there it. There you go. I think she was very smart. I don't own any of her products. Um, no. But I have actually heard really good things about them. But I do also like the fact that she's come out with refillable packaging. Yeah, yeah. We talked That's about a really that. smart thing. Yeah. Whereas the excess packaging... <laughs> Dragon Beauty. Um, <laughs> so bad. It ain't it, honestly. It's not it ain't it. it. Nope. It's not good. What do we want to see next from influencers? Um, I know you're saying you want Kathleen Lights to bring out fragrances. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched a, a video of hers when she was she was trying on the House Laboratories lip gloss, and she's like, oh my god, this smells like something. She's like, wait, wait, wait. 
it smells like a haunted house. And I just died laughing. Oh my God. Because she I said know exactly what that smells she like. She says too. it smells like a fog machine. <gasps> oh my God. And I was like, okay, that's weird. But I'm like, she gets, she has such sp- specific scent associations oh my that God. I really appreciate because I also have the same thing. That's so, so funny. If she came out with a line of perfume that were an affordable price. I would be all over it. You know, it would be a really good idea that I just thought of. Mm-hmm. Like, an influencer brand or, you know, some somebody coming out with fragrance lines similar to Joe Malone, obviously not at the price point, <laughs> yeah. but, like, layerable yeah. scent notes. Mm-hmm. So you can customize your own thing. I think yeah. that would be such a cool idea. But more, I just, I'm kind of tired of, like, the sweet gourmand smells that are really popular among like women (laughs) I don't I just I don't I don't like them at all I don't really like florals I don't like sweet scents I like to smell sophisticated Mm -hmm. and expensive and I don't want to smell like an angel food cake oh my god yeah like Kylie Jenner it smells like or just not Kylie Jenner um Kim Kardashian hers yeah she has perfumes they're not good coconut and vanilla I'm like yeah you can find that at effing bath and body (laughs) it's like why do I need a body like a body shaped <laughs> bottle well like, make it sophisticated i want not, it to smell complex and like like if you're layered so, if you're rich like i want you to i want to smell I like, like money i want to smell rich can guys. somebody make a tom ford dupe on a color pop budget please? because <gasps> oh i would die can you imagine tom ford has honestly the best fragrances and the most interesting ones like on the mass market but they are the most expensive perfumes on earth i mean not but you know, they're very expensive. Extremely expensive. But, but they're layered and complex and interesting and sexy and, like... Whereas some of these notes are like, oh, my God, it's gardenia. I'm like, I don't want to <sighs> smell like my grandmother. No. Like, that's legit what gardenia is. It's like a grandma I like smell. a good... I mean, I like a gardenia and a tuberose, but in a... Moderation. In a modern, like, <laughs> fresh kind of way, not a heavy old lady powdery way. Yeah. I think people need to come up with, like, a, like a fun, like, fragrance collab. Kathleen. Kathleen, you gotta do this. We need a fragrance line from you. And your nail polish. I'm into it. And your nail polish. Okay, let's let's talk about our last one on our list. So, again, guys, there are no real rules to makeup. Um, No. Probably the number one rule would to just don't... I mean, if you're white, please don't wear brown face. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, This opinion was held by Christopher Buckle on an episode of Fat Mascara. Christopher Buckle is a, um, he's a celebrity makeup artist. Uh-huh. And he, what did he say, Laura? I think so, he said it better than I could. I have to remember it. But he was basically talking about women wearing makeup as they age. And he said, you know, your features disappear as you age. So your makeup should be more apparent. Yeah, and I kind of agree with that. I don't necessarily believe he's talking about complexion products like like foundation. I think like as you age, yes, you you actually do lose you lose pigmentation in like the hair, like especially like your eyebrows. Your eyebrows can go gray, guys. Like it's, you know, they're not going to be beautiful mm-hmm. and thick and like your normal hair color forever. Mm-hmm. Um older skin tends to go a little bit sallow. Mm-hmm. So you can actually kind of lose color that way. Um, certain things can start washing you out after a while. Yep. Sometimes I just mean more makeup as in more color saturation. I think yeah. wearing makeup like that'll define your features more as you get older yeah. is always a good idea. I think especially when I was working at counters and women, and I'm not saying that everybody 
who is older needs to be wearing makeup but if you do like there are some tips and tricks for you to like still look like you but enhance what you've got mm -hmm. and I think eyeliner on the tight line like on the upper waterline and curling your lashes and wearing mascara adding color to your brows and adding a bright lip and not something that's going to feel um too washed out or too there's a lot of women that really like those dark like white women that like really dark <laughs> raisiny mauves and I don't think they do anything for the face after a certain age Ugh, it's just brown it's brown and it makes you look even more sad like because corpsey. it's usually it's usually a little more yellow Ugh, and warmer undertone it's not good Ugh, yeah, yeah it's not great honestly do wear something bright and fresh like a watermelon sheer pink and it doesn't have to be matte lipstick like, or it doesn't have to be full coverage lipstick it yeah. just needs a little bit of color and brightness Ooh, to blush. really just open up the face wear blush blush, blush is like a little cream blush it's goes such a long a, way it's such a simple item but i feel like it really just like wakes the face up and 100%. you look it look it's more youthful and like there's new creams out on the market aimed for mature skin that mm -hmm. are like rosy toned because you're losing that kind of like color in your like that flush of color in your face because um, if you're a little bit fairer complexion, usually you do get a little more sallow, so a little mm. bit more yellow. Not <laughs> jaundiced, but, right. you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's adding that, like, rosy flush back into your face, so why not use blush? Blush makes a huge difference. I think wearing mascara. mascara. There's always women that ask for brown mascara, and I say, why? If you're going to be wearing mascara, wear black. Who cares? Wear black! Everybody knows what mascara is. They're not going to be offended if you're wearing black mascara versus brown, and honestly, Nobody can tell the difference. Yeah. So wear black. <laughs> you, I mean, unless you have like platinum blonde eyelashes, just I just wear don't black. see it's the point. <sighs> yeah. I mean, a little bit of like an eyeliner, not even, it doesn't have to be like a sharp liquid eyeliner. Just like maybe it's just a little bit more of a definition, like, like a cream eyeliner smudged into the lashes. Yes. Just like the hint of it can Need. really open your eyes, honestly. Well, and it kind of like defines the eyes because your lashes go, your brows go, fill Fill in your brows with a brow gel. It doesn't have to be a pencil, mm -hmm. but just a swipe of brow gel through brows adds a little bit of color, adds a little bit of volume, and then grooms them, and it mm -hmm. just looks... It's Polished. a subtle difference, but it actually is a big difference, and it's so easy. Like, you can find a brow gel at any price point, mm -hmm. and it'll just add that volume that you're losing over time and the hairs and just... Oh, yeah. If you've got grays, it'll just cover them right up. And I mean, you're good to go. Yeah, especially like, I mean, especially if you've been plucking them since you were a teenager. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, there are definitely spots in my eyebrows that will not grow back. Nope, they're gone forever. And yeah, I mean, our mom, when we were growing up, she's like, you know, she always told us, don't over pluck your eyebrows. And I'm so glad I listened. No, yeah. I should have listened maybe a little bit more. I mean, I wish I had a little bit fuller brows, but <laughs> that's why Anastasia Brow Wiz exists. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, so those guys were our opinions. Please do not come for us over these opinions. I'm sure they, kind of they weren't that controversial. They're not fine. that controversial, but also I kind of don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we'll definitely be asking you guys your unpopular opinions about beauty, makeup, products. Oh, here's another one that we oh. didn't talk about. Oh, no. I think makeup influencers who apply their skincare and don't apply sunscreen, but also say you should be wearing sunscreen and then, like, don't apply it. It's like, what is the point? Do you ever notice that? Or people that will say, oh, here's my sunscreen, and they, like, and they, they don't put it on. They wipe it in the middle of their the palms, so they're just, like, applying nothing to their face. I'm like, <laughs> bitch, that's not enough. It's it, not enough. There needs to be a bigger amount of, like, a larger number of people, like, talking about sunscreen. 
Anyway, <laughs> so let's end there, and then we are going to come right back, and instead of doing a favorites for each month now, we're just going to talk about a couple of products every week that we've been enjoying, because mm-hmm. I think it's just easier. We always have so many new products in our lives and stuff that we like from week to week, or maybe, you know, just and new stuff. Yeah, new stuff we've been getting. Trust me, we've been really bad in buying new stuff. Oops. Okay, so take a break. We'll be right back. Okay, guys, we're going to reinstall or reinstate the double take. And so what we're going to try to do every week is share a couple of products that we've been really enjoying. And so I think going forward, we are no longer going to have favorites episodes because it can kind of get like drawn on and we're talking about the same products over and over again. Mm -hmm. So each week we're going to come at you with some products that we have been particularly enjoying. So Karina, what would you like to share with us this week? All right, so um, I went on a little buying spree online the other week, um, and for some reason, I thought it'd be a good idea to make my own palette through ColourPop. Okay. And I did. Eyeshadow palette? Yes, yeah. eyeshadow palette. So I took advantage of their build your own palette value. So good. So I actually so don't fun. quite remember how much I paid for the full palette, but I did get 12 shadows and an mm. empty magnetic palette. I got a mixture of like grayed out taupe colors mm-hmm. and like kind of like really deep berry tones mm-hmm. with a bunch of like metallics and duochromes mixed in there. Fun. Um, I did take a video on my normal Instagram, but I think I'm going to make a little post on our glow and tell IG with like the shade names. Yeah. There is one like really bright metallic silver that I got. That's really pretty. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I even own like a full on silver like that. Uh-uh. It's a true, true like metallic silver. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really pretty, um, duochrome pink with a blue flip. Ooh. There's also one that's like a fiery, almost like a copper with mm-hmm. a, with another like magenta flip to it. Oh, that's cool. this gunmetal shade is really, really pretty and actually really pigmented. Like, one swipe is, like, super glittery. Ooh, that's pretty for, like, this time, like, a smoky, like, a yes. smoky eye. Uh-huh. And so I got, like, smoky berry tones. It's a very, like, it's a very cool-toned palette that I made for myself. Yeah. But cool, like, a cool-toned berry and taupe and, like, grayed-out shades. Yeah. Because I actually don't think I own too many of them, if at all. It's hard to, it, and it's, palettes don't usually come out with, like, grays mm-hmm. or, like, cool tone browns, so you kind of have to find single shadows that fit the bill. Yeah, and I love, like, taupe for, like, my crease shade. Mm. Um, and I did wear, like, a very monochromatic look the other day with that uh, Sephora, what is it, not, not Russet Luster, it's uh, Fig Luster, the, the uh, matte luster lipsticks that they used to carry, they don't anymore. And that's a shade that I normally would never wear because to me it looks almost too, like, it's a cool tone mauve liquid lip, but uh-huh. it really went with my, my makeup look and I was feeling it. I was very fall. Wow, was, these colors. There's The silver is like crazy pigmented. It's super metallic. You just tap your finger and you have full coverage. Mm-hmm. That's, and it's so buttery feeling. Yeah, there's a shade in here that I almost feel mm. is like a pressed shade. Like this one here, it's very soft. I'm gonna, I almost feel like it's a... It's like a glitter. It's you like have a glitter. to kind of it's, tap. No, it's, like they're su- it's almost like a super shock. Like, that's how soft it is. But oh, it's like yeah, a, yeah, I feel that. It's like an iced out Ooh. deep taupe. 
with kind of like a lavender a flip, yeah. like a purpley lavender flip to it. But that's a really pretty top coat. Wow. Right? I know. I, I wanna, just love eyeshadows. I just love swatching these. Two. I know. <laughs> Do you ever just, sometimes I'll just, I'm like really bored. And so I just go into our makeup nook mm-hmm. and I just start swatching eyeshadows just to, Yee. just to stare at the glitteriness of it I all. I mean, <laughs> I'm a total magpie. I love anything shiny and it's shimmery. Just, it's just yeah. so fun. So, um, that's my favorite. I've actually only used this palette once so far Mm -hmm. i mean i think i'm gonna get a ton of use of it for the fall yeah um but pretty yeah i mean it's such a deal too i actually don't remember how much i paid for it couldn't have been more than like mm, like 30 or 40 dollars for 12 shadows plus a pan maybe not even that maybe i don't know i think it's probably 24 dollars. maybe 24 dollars for 12 shadows Mm -hmm. that comes out to two dollars a shadow guys it's super super cheap and also ColourPop, honestly favorite brand love it can't go wrong (laughs) All right, Laura, what are, what's your favorite for the week? Okay, so uh, this week I have a Trader Joe's item to share. Oh. I was listening to Forever 35 and Kate was very intrigued by Trader Joe's skincare uh-huh. because a caller had called in about like her skincare uh, regimen and mentioned products from Trader Joe's. So Weird. we just so happened to go there the other day to grab some fall uh fall delicious like frozen foods because that's the <laughs> best part about trader joe's is their their frozen section frozen yes section uh-huh. um and i saw this rose facial oil and it was 5.99 oh and so i picked it up it looked really it's just a very clean simple glass bottle with a pump on it and it's a rose oil there's multiple types of oils um plus a rose hip oil but it is quite a thick oil which is nice because my origins oil is a dry oil. So this is more of like a heavier, thicker consistency. For like nighttime? Mm-hmm. It's been really lovely. I've been really enjoying it so far, especially as the seasons change. I think I'm going to be using this a lot under um, moisturizer. Ooh. And it's kind of like a multi-purpose oil too. So you could use it on your cuticles. You can like use a little bit in your hair if you need to. Nice. nice. They have a lot of different types of skincare now. It's kind of cool. Interesting. It's um, the very yeah. cheap Trader Joe's prices. Gotta oh, love it. Then the next item is from Colourpop. <laughs> so this I ordered along with my stuff. Um, we I also got um, another repurchase of my turmeric face milk because they now come in one ounce sizes. Oh yeah. Laura Good got deal. the papaya face milk. I got the turmeric one because it's a beautiful like glowy moisturizer. Mm-hmm. So this is their new line that they came out with their pretty fresh tints and moisturizer kind of line this is called the pretty fresh hyaluronic acid setting mist and i bought this because of kathleen lights basically yep because she was talking about the other sprays that they have and the the spray nozzle is very aggressive and i would have to agree (laughs) um but this one it's almost like a long when you press it down the spray is very long like an extended spray yes it almost feels like a hairspray where it just kind of keeps going yeah so you don't just spray it like you like just hold it down and it sprays this long very very fine mist so i'm gonna oh it's just like so light Mm, and it's a very soft coconut smell i wonder if you can hear that let's do a little asmr for you guys so let me hold up this little mic. We're just going to spray. Wow. Beautiful. It's really nice. 
Oh, it smells really coconutty and delightful. This smells like that coconut <sighs> mist from um, mm. Wet n Wild. And it's very um, cooling on the skin, which feels really good. Ooh. And it fresh uh, freshened up my makeup the other day when I was wearing the Charlotte Tilbury foundation, mm. which is very matte. So I set my face with this, and it just looked more like skin. So it was really lovely, and it there feels go. really good. And I think this is, what, 12 bucks? Yeah. And you get almost four ounces, which is pretty generous. Yeah, love it. I've been <laughs> really enjoying it. Once again, ColourPop, you have done me good. Every time. Every time. Honestly, every week. Every week. You're doing every week. great. You're my wallet. Not so much, but I'm very happy with all of the products. And right. should we wrap up this little episode here? Yeah, let's wrap it up. So you guys can follow us online. We have an Instagram account that we try to maintain an active presence on. <laughs> um, that is Glow and Tell Podcast. And you can also email us. Nobody's ever emailed us. And in case you want to, it's glowandtellpod at gmail.com. And we're going to be hosting a giveaway in a couple of months. So you need to be able to subscribe to us and rate us and send us a review because the giveaway is going to depend on reviews, right? So oh, yeah. give us a review. Uh, we're on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast. That's where we are as well. And we will... See you guys next week. Yeah, for sure. Um, so tell your mom, tell your friends, tell your mom's friends about us so mm -hmm. we can get more listeners. Um, we love to talk about makeup. That's why we're here. Okay. We're not, we're obviously not doing this for the money, guys. Clearly. No, literally sense. Yeah. But thank you for Spotify for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, guys, we will see you next week. Have a good, great, have a great week. Um, you That's know, it. wear your sunscreen, please, even though it's fall. Okay. All right. Bye. bye. I'm not afraid of